Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. What's that? That was a. That's great. Uh, Jackson Dean will be in later on this morning. You know him from this song right here. As the kids say, that one slaps. It does slap. <laughs> Come on, Lunchbox. All right. Fifteen seconds round so the room. Stupid. So stupid. Oh, uh, here he is first. <laughs> so I went to this ice thing, you know, it's like where they have frozen sculptures. It's really cool. It's at by the mall or whatever. And the deal was with the company is that we'll give you free tickets if you take video and post it on your social media. So I was out there just shooting video of people coming down the slide because my kids had gone up. With your phone. With my phone. Yeah. And my kids were about to come down, so I thought it was my kids coming down the slide. So I started shooting video. I went up to the bottom of the slide and everything, and then this dad comes up. And he goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Why are you videoing my kids and my wife? <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm waiting for my kids. That's, you perv. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I was like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I'm waiting for my kids. To come down. <laughs> Dude, it was awkward. And I don't think he believed me. What what if, I, but also, that's that's public. You can film whatever you, you record. Whatever yeah, you want. he was very protective, though. And I'm like, dude, I'm waiting for my kids. And sure enough, my kids were next. And then I got my kids when they come down. Like, see, these are mine. You're showing them. Look, <laughs> look. I promise. He looks just like me. Tell him, guys. I'm your dad, right? That's funny. Was he a big guy? Could he beat you up? Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. Absolutely. And how did he say it to you? Hey, 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 man. Why, why are you videoing my my family? And I said, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, don't parents get the wrong are real idea. defensive out there, man. They, hey, they'll jump on you. That's crazy. Right? Up okay. next. Are you doing what's that? What's that? Lunchbox. <laughs> Guys, do you remember when Luke Combs came out with his last pair of Crocs? He forgot- I remember the controversy. Yeah, yeah, the controversy is he forgot to send me a pair. He sent people in the glass room, side room, a pair of Crocs, and I confronted him about it and said, Hey, Luke, what's up with you not getting me a pair of Crocs? 
What up? Dude, okay, there's a controversy going on because you guys sent Crocs to the studio. I've heard a lot of a lot of murmurs about uh, Crocs Gate. Yeah, there. yeah, Crocs Gate. You know, Bobby gets yep. a pair, Amy gets a pair, and Lunchbox <laughs> did not get a pair of Loose Combs Crocs. What's up with that, Luke? I've heard that the problem has been reconciled, so before you ask, you may want to say who got a hold of Crocs and got you some pairs of those. Oh, okay. You may wonder. I do wonder who got a hold of Crocs and got me a pair. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> You'll never know. I'm like country music Santa Claus, man. Okay? Well, I, I, You'll never know. I feel like you're yelling at him and you're standing right next to him. Yeah, yeah I was a little upset with him because yeah. I was a little frustrated. But yeah. so, this past Wednesday, Luke Combs had more Crocs come out. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get me a pair. Mm-hmm. So I went to his record label with a bullhorn. And did what? Sent him a message. Physically? Oh, my gosh. All right. Go ahead. Luke Combs, I know you're in there. It's Lunchbox, Bobby Bones Show. Oh, yeah. You have your new Crocs coming out on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Last time you forgot about me, Luke Combs, but I didn't forget. I never forget. I am not going to take no for an answer, Luke Combs. Do not forget about me. Don't give them to the scum at the back of the Bobby Bones Show that no one's ever heard of, that no one cares about. I am the one that needs the Crocs, Luke Combs. Do you hear me, Luke Combs? I am going to go now and I will wait for my Crocs at the Bobby Bones Show. Goodbye, Luke Combs. And do not forget my Crocs. Anybody come out? Was he there? Um, Still haven't got my Crocs. Yeah, You said, don't forget about me. I won't. Well, of course, you don't forget about you. <laughs> you are you. You yeah. are you. Yeah, I'm not going to forget about me. But I, I went and I sent a message out in front of their building. Oh, they heard me. They were probably all looking out the windows going, oh, man, we got to take this serious. So Luke Combs, still waiting. Okay. And what are the chances of him being in there? Like he Zero. Says, okay, all right. What do you mean? He goes to work. I, no, that's not work a record at the label. Record label. <laughs> No, that's not how that works. Oh All right, up next, here she is. Amy, everybody! Amy, tell, tell us something here. So I had to sign up for a new Netflix account. And, I mean, the last time I did this was years and years ago. Did you know now you, they have different prices based on the type of quality you want to receive? Like, oh, can you, like black and white like, only? Oh. Res, the resolution. Like, did, we don't actually have HBO, but it comes through just... Like snowy enough, you can almost see a boob. Yeah, that, that was us when we were twelve. We'd be like, we don't have it, but if you flip the channel just quick enough, because it was scrambled and it was never even a woman. You would think it was, but it was like the knee of some detective, uh, some old fifty-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You can pay pay for good quality. You can pay for better quality. I didn't know any of this to answer your question. Or, or you could pay for best quality. Huh? And the price just goes up and up and up. And I'm like, what? What? Am I? What would if I even notice? Out in your house. Oh, that's got to be real expensive. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I'd notice the difference between, you know. You would. Better and best. Because we have, we play NBA 2K and there's a feature from the 90s and it, <laughs> and it shows it like the 90s TV used to look and it looks terrible. My wife walked HD. in when I was playing that and she goes, what's wrong with your TV? You don't take the setting off though? I, I, I did it for one game just oh, okay. to kind of try it. Yeah, Amy, I, I didn't know that though. I mean, Thank not bad noticing. though. If you want, you know, just good quality and ads, you can get it for $6.99. Amy's like, if you want to like see some stick figures and watch commercials <laughs> equal time, they'll pay you a dollar. Uh, thank you, Amy. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's always coming up with new TV show thoughts, and his favorite office was Scott's Tots. Bobby Bones. That's true. I'm not oh, favorite yeah. episode. I'm to find it cringy. It's my favorite one. Uh, I'm just letting everybody know, this doesn't really affect us as much because we're doing the gift-giving situation where we drew a name, and I have to get Morgan a gift. Ugh. Okay. So, in my life this year, I'm doing a practical Christmas. I'm not saying it's not going to be generous, but I'm not... Like, one year I got Mike a 
the Simpsons autographed first script. That right? was awesome. Yeah. Right. And, and he stays in a case, and it's a. This year, I'm gonna. If I get something for you, it's gonna be something you can use. It's gonna be practical. Oh, sorry, Morgan. What? Well, I love well, that. This I is your say, personal, personal. Yeah, right? personal. I didn't say it was. It was gonna be cheap. But oh, it's gonna be dang. practical. What did Morgan need? Well, like I still use that Peloton treadmill. Yeah, yeah that, that treadmill's legit. <laughs> like I need a car to get that's... back and forth to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I didn't get your name. You know what I mean? But I'm doing it with everybody. Anybody in my life, I'm buying gifts for. It's a practical Christmas with me. It's gift cards to places I know they will use it. It's things like that where if I get them a gift, it's not they might. They could occasionally. Who knows? They're using it because they love whatever it is. You give me a gift card, I may or may not lose it. A practical oh. Christmas. That's like I did my hand above me like in lights. A yeah. practical Christmas. That's me this year. I like it. Yeah. I'm responsible and I like practicality. Yeah. Thank you. Let's get let's get the show going here. We're ready to go. Jackson Dean's in today. We got the Fun Fact Friday coming up. Easy trivia, big Friday show. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. I don't get to watch a lot of TV, but I'm about to get some time off work for the holidays. I'm looking for something to binge over the break. I'm so behind on shows, I wanted to get your recommendation on what to watch. If you could only recommend one season of a TV show, what would it be? I'm open to anything as long as it's not scary. Signed, Bound to Be a Binge Watching Betty. Oh, wow. So here's the situation. Let's not go with anything super niche. Like, I love the show Peripheral, and the finale is, oh, it's out today. Oh, oh love it. I'm not, I wouldn't recommend that. It's a little too nerdy. So just a really good show. And we'll go around the room. Like something I think is a great, and this won't be mine, but just something that's, I'm not going to say generic, but that I think you'll like regardless of who you are. That show where she played chess. Uh, oh, the Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. That's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah. And you don't is. expect to like it, but it's one season. One season. And they're not making another. That's it. So. God, that one's so good. It was so good wow. and kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But the Queen's Gambit on Netflix is great. Now, I'm doing this lead up to give you guys time to think. It's one of my skills as a host. Mm. I'm not doing content while giving you guys to think of your own content. <laughs> um, Amy, what's the one show you'd recommend? I guess I'd say Yellowstone because mm-hmm. I'm into it right now. And I didn't want to be into Yellowstone. I didn't. Even, I didn't like westerns. Arkansas Keith loved watching westerns, like Clint Eastwood westerns, like John John Wayne, Wayne. westerns. Yeah, and so I was never into them. And so I was Yellowstone, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to watch a Western. Same. But then I watched it and love it. I love it. I can't yeah. get enough of it. And to clarify, because when my friends first told me about it years ago, I thought it was Western, like, yes, like y'all are saying, way back in the day. And yes, it's cowboys. And yes, they're on a ranch. But it is modern day. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't your typical Western. Right. But they are <laughs> real cowboys. It's great. It's a great. It's, I love. It's a little cheesy, but I love Yellowstone. Yes. Lunchbox. Friday Night Lights. Mm, mm, too solid. old, though, huh? No. No. Still no, no, available. No, 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 no. So Still good. available. So good. And it is, you, you will get wrapped up in it. You don't, I mean, it is so awesome. The Honeymooners. Well, no, that's old. <laughs> no, no. Hey. Leave don't, it no, no. to Beaver. <laughs> don't hate on Friday Night Lights because know, you don't appreciate the amazingness of it. I think she was really wanting a new show, but I agree. That's a good show. <laughs> Eddie? I'm going to go with Only Murders in the Building. That's good if you have Hulu, yeah. Because you have the Martin Short and Steve Martin who... 
they're just older dudes that so if you're older you appreciate their humor you like them but then they have Selena Gomez who like represents the younger generation she's funny and them together is just great and it's good for the family I think not like little little kids good for the family a good show overall they do drop an occasional F word yeah it's all it, it's almost completely wholesome except for the occasional F word mm-hmm the uh, Selena Gomez thing's interesting because I know I always knew she was and she did pop music and she I, I was a little too old for her Disney show. But I never really enjoyed her in anything. But she's so good in that show. She's so good in it. It makes me a fan of her acting. And all, just them three together is so funny. Morgan, what do you think? What's the show? I say upload on Amazon. They're 30-minute yeah, episodes. It's and it's so, I've recommended it to multiple people. And not one person has ever come back and not liked it. I'm going to go Inside Man. It's only four episodes on Netflix. And it's about the guy who's in uh, on death row. But he's he was a criminology professor. So he's able to kind of help figure crimes out. Is it true? I don't want to say much. That does sound good. It's only four episodes. It was a BBC series, and it went up on Netflix. Oh. It's, I liked it. It's, I don't want to say anything else. What about that psychiatrist one? You like that one, right? The therapist where he gets- Oh, Steve Carell. Oh, man. That show on Hulu. It was awesome. What was that one called? The Patient. Do you remember? The, pa- the Patient. Yeah, where he's, he was abducted. Oh, that, that one's awesome. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Binge watching, Betty. There's our- Watch all those. <laughs> Watch, watch every one of those. Uh, thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's time for Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Yeah. The most random fun facts that we found all week long. Let's go. Up first is Eddie. Guys, ever since I saw my UFO, I'm just into space stuff. Check this out. Sunsets on Mars are not like our sunsets. They are blue. Isn't that crazy? They're blue because there are these tiny little dust particles that make it blue. We have longer wavelength colors here that make it yellow, orange, stuff like that. (laughs) All right, anybody else fall asleep? (sighs) It's interesting, guys. Yeah, blue sunset. Okay. Isn't that cool? Would you imagine? Can you imagine like, oh, I'm going to watch the sunset. Red, what what, what, what planet? Mars. Mars. Red planet, blue sunset. Yeah. How how crazy is that? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, pretty cool. Hey, take that to the water cooler. Tell your friends. (laughs) But just stop it, blue sunset. Don't start going into particles and wavelengths. Well, I want to explain why. Morgan, save us. <laughs> the FBI has an entire fake town for training their agents. Hogan's Alley has a bank, post office, hotel, laundromat, barbershop, all these things. And the town is populated by actors who role play things like terrorists, bank robbers, and drug dealers. That's really wow. cool. Lunchbox, you should go audition. Whoa, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. So they can do these real-life scenarios. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. Um, Eddie, you're sucked. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, the juxtaposition kind of messed you up there. Think about a blue sunset, though. That'd be crazy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. the, its only bank is robbed at least twice a week. It's a hotbed for terrorist activity. Wow. Mobsters, drug dealers, terrorists lurk around all the time. That's pretty cool. But they go practice bank robbery stuff twice a week. Lunchbox. Oh, yeah, we like to party. Who likes to party here? Nah, take it or leave it. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, you go to a birthday party, you see the balloons hanging up there, and you're like, oh, party balloons. Did you know the average American farts enough every day to fill up a party balloon? What? Why do we... No. Eddie, that blue sunset sounds awesome. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I really really missed that. (laughs) That's crazy that the average human farts enough every day to fill up a party balloon. Girls, too, because they don't fart. Oh, they fart. No. They just don't like to admit it. Mm. Mm. Well, so you know who... Were the first people to fly? Who? The Wright, Wright brothers. brothers. That's correct. Isn't it weird that they they never died in a plane crash? Because they, I mean, they were the ones that took the plane up. 
they never died in a plane crash. Isn't that weird? That is weird. So the Wright brothers obviously were the pioneers of flying, but the first person to die in a plane crash was an army lieutenant named Thomas Selfridge in 1908. The pilot was Orville Wright, who survived. Oh. Wow. He crashed a plane, just didn't die, killed the Whoa. person with him. No. That's crazy. That's wild. That's, That's wild. That's wild. Andy, what you got? Uh, did you know you could run for president while in prison? <laughs> Don't tell. What? I mean, people are going to be running like crazy now. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> You only because the rules are you only have to, you, to be born here. You have to be thirty five. That's it. Those hey, are the only campaigning rules. in the big house got to be tough though, huh? Be cheaper. That's true. Everything's virtual, and you're not traveling. As <laughs> no much. bus gas. <laughs> yeah. No private jets. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's interesting mm-hmm. that you can do that. Yeah. Anything else on that? No, I just thought I figured if you've ever been locked up, it kind of takes you out of the running, but I guess not. It does. The only things you have to be are you can be a felon. That's fine. But what's crazy is you can't be a felon and vote. That's correct. That's right. But people can vote for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Fun Fact Friday. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. I got a shout out to two brothers. One named Bob, one named Frank, last name Hurley. They decided to ride a cross-country bike trip to raise money for K9 for Warriors. And they were able to raise $18,000. How do people raise money when they do these trips across? Is it, I'm doing it and here's a link you can donate. And the reason you're even seeing about this link is because this makes the news. Yes. And that's why we did it. And they biked for 60 days. That's 3,000 miles. And so they were raising awareness all along the way and kind of telling people their story. And then, you know, it just kind of a trickle effect. I mean, I would talk to them if they had come through town. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, Bob and Frank, for sure. And plus, K9s for Warriors, we've worked with them, too. That's who we... We bought the dogs. The Pimp and Joy money, and we all have a dog named after everyone on the show. I knew a guy once. He walked from... Uh, West Virginia, West Virginia, Tennessee, like yeah, the George Strait song, mm-hmm. and that guy Eddie. Yep. Hey, and I got interviewed by the local news in one of the towns I was going through, so that's kind of makes sense. And you did that to raise money. It was what organization was it? It was the National Angels. It's a foster organization and that helps foster did, kids. How much did we end up raising? Oh, Man, we were almost raised about four hundred thousand dollars. It was pretty amazing. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it was really amazing. We were so in the moment that. It's not that we don't appreciate it, but we're just working hard. We're trying to get Eddie safe. We're we're amazed by our listeners. To look at it now and go, we raised $400,000. Yeah. That is insane. It's in, in the most beautiful way. And Eddie's foot still hurts. I would say about <laughs> halfway through, I started to worry that I wasn't going to make it. But, I mean, really, when you talk to all those people and you see the numbers growing of all the money coming in for foster kids across America, like, yeah, I'm like, I can I can walk. I can still walk. You're injured, though, still. I mean, my, my heel hurts. My right heel. Always. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, that's crazy. But, <laughs> hey, it's worth it. It's worth totally it. Totally worth it. That's right. <laughs> yes. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Everybody's favorite game, Easy Trivia. Yeah! Oh! The questions are so easy. Let's go around the room. Lunchbox, since you are the champion, we'll go first. Yep. The category is Bobby Bones Show. The yep. questions are so easy. Got it. Whose middle name on the show is William? <laughs> I guess you. Correct. Eddie, what show member's wife's nickname is Bay? That's Ray. Ray and Bay, right. Laura is her name. What show member graduated from Kansas State, Morgan? Me. Correct. <laughs> That's easy. Amy, what show member has seen the 90s movie Twister over 50 times? Talked about it on the air the last yeah, couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's Mike D. Correct. Okay, good, good. Wow. Oh, man. It's easy trivia. Nobody goes home in the first round. Now, let me say, 
If Lunchbox or Eddie win, they are the champion. They'll be five wins. Oh my gosh. And they'll have that tiara right there in front of them. So the champion's gonna be crowned today? Well, no, Amy or Morgan could win. Yeah. Right, but the, so the champion's gonna be crowned today. Okay. So. Wow! Here we go oh. with easy trivia. They'll get a little harder as we go. The category is most streamed country songs. Ready, Lunchbox. Go. <laughs> Before He Cheats is the most streamed oh, song you. by what country artist? Carrie Underwood. Correct. Eddie, Blue Ain't Your Color is the most streamed song by what artist? Keith Urban. Correct. Wow. The most streamed song is Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Who's? Shania Twain. Correct. The most streamed song by this artist is Check Yes or No. Who? George Strait. Correct. Good. Everybody moves on to the next round. Let's go. Easy trivia. The category is fruits mm. and other foods. Oh. Wow. oh. Like just okay. food. That way to leave me hanging there. Just food. Okay. Fruits and other foods. <laughs> Oranges are a rich source of what vitamin, Munchbox? C. Correct. Oh, man. You say C or yes? Yeah, you say that <laughs> no, in no, Spanish? No, it don't matter. Oh, okay. It's the right yes. answer. Okay. Eddie, after eating which poisoned fruit did Snow White fall into a deep sleep? Mm, that was an apple. Correct. Morgan, what fruit do raisins come from? Grapes. Correct. Oh. Amy, a pescatarian is a person who doesn't eat meat, but only eats what animals? Fish. Correct. It's supposed to be fruits, but I saw the fish, so I just pivoted and said fruits. Nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the non-fruit one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next category in easy trivia is coffee. Mm. Love coffee. And? Lunchbox. Yeah. The coffee brand who has the slogan, the best part of waking up is blank in your cup. Folgers. Correct. Yes, it is correct. What? Hey. Why'd you yell that? <laughs> Eddie, Come on. what coffee chain's slogan is, America runs on blank. Coffee chain. Coffee chain. Their slogan is, America runs on blank. Their name. America runs on Starbucks? You've wow. been booed. Oh, 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 oh. I love that he was what? talking trash. Hey, that's a donut chain. Duncan. No, it's no, they so really, popular they, wow, for coffee. Wow, wow, Eddie's wow, gone. Wow. It's Goodbye. not America Runs on See Starbucks. Ya. I thought you loved coffee. Wow. Oh. Toodaloo. That didn't sound right wow. in my head at all. Wow. Wow, right, Morgan, wow, wow. Morgan, Amy, miss it. What South American country is the largest producer of coffee in the world? Mm. I think we've gotten this before, and I still can't remember it. Brazil. Correct. Yes. Woo-hoo. Amy, what coffee chain has a mermaid on their logo? Um, oh, that woman, she's a mermaid on Starbucks? Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. I didn't know okay. she's a mermaid. There's three left. We gotta take a break, guys. Bye bye, Eddie. Uh, I'm gonna go take a break. <laughs> Eddie's out. I'm just wow. out. All right, we're gonna play the song. We'll come back uh. in a second. More easy trivia in just a second. <laughs> easy trivia. Only three remain in the easiest trivia game in the whole wide world. It's Amy. It's Lunchbox. It's Morgan number two. Let's go. Eddie's gone. That's crazy, man. He got And if Lunchbox wins, he's the champion again. He was trying uh. to tell Morgan and Amy to miss it so he could win, but why would they want you to be the champion again when they can win? Right. It's not the last game of the season. I'm just asking if they wanted me to win. They do not. Okay. Lunchbox. The category is planets. Oh, oh gosh. God bless the planets. They all groan. Oh, I hate them. I let you live on one. Yeah, I know that one. Lunchbox, what is the seventh planet from the sun? The seventh 
planet from the sun. It's not Earth, because we're the third rock. He's got his pen out. He's writing something down. You have 10 seconds. No, 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 no. My very energetic mother. Five seconds. Just served us. Three, three, nine, two, two. One, one, two, time. Three, answer. Four, five. You got to answer. Hold on. One, two, that, no. three, time. four, five. Saturn. 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 Hold on. Saturn. No. Do you think I should give you Saturn? You heard. You know the rules of the game. You're Do you out. think I should give you Saturn? Yes. Do you know the rules of the game? Because somebody else does this later. You're going to come back and go. No, no they're no. out of time. I was trying to count. You. Eddie's hitting my arm. And so you're going to say the next time this happens, you're not going to yell at them. Right. Okay, I will give you Saturn. Okay. That's not right. It's that Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> yes! My very energetic One, two, mother three, just served four, us. Five. You did, Amy, you counted. Amy goes energetic mother three. <laughs> she was doing syllables. Yes. <laughs> but I got Uranus. I had it in my head. You got, excuse me. All right, Morgan. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, I miscounted. Yeah, it does. Because you guys are hitting yeah, the me. pressure, man. Uh, yeah, Morgan. Hit my arm. What Eddie? planet is famous for beautiful rings? The beautiful rings that surround it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I have Saturn and Jupiter in my head. I think... Ah! Uh, Saturn. Correct? Yes! Uh. Amy, what planet is famous for its big red spot? Well, is it the red planet? The red spot. What planet is fam- what planet is famous for its big red spot? Mars. I don't know. You've been wow. 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 We're, we're, it's Jupiter. It has a big red spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Morgan wins her first game. <laughs> Guys, go buy a lottery ticket. Eddie cannot be happier. That's amazing. He's happier than Pig and Crap right now because he's, he's in again next week. Good job, Morgan. Hey, no, actually, I take that back. You had yeah. no faith in me at all. Yeah, Eddie, you were hating on That's good. Good, good job, job, Morgan. Good job. Good job. Okay. She, uh, you guys really. Morgan wins. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We do a football podcast called 25 Whistles, and Joey McGuire, the head coach of Texas Tech Football, was on. And I was asking, I'm like, you ever get so upset, but you know you're on TV, so... You have to kind of keep your cool, even though you just want to slam or, or scream. This was his answer. It happened that way Saturday. We jumped off sides like four or five times, you know, and uh, or had procedure penalties with offensive line. And the last one, you know, I said something to my right tackle, and he said it was the left tackle, and I lost it on him. So at that point, whenever I was losing, I was like, all right, I got to calm down. But <laughs> one thing we talk about as a program, I mean, literally, is talking about what's next, you know, and that's kind of the trigger word of, you know, get to the next play. We're talking about Lubbock, and I like Lubbock. I've been to Lubbock a bunch of times. I feel like Lubbock gets kind of an unfair rap, and he did too. And because coaches, Amy, would tell the other recruits from others that were going to other schools, like, you don't want to go to Lubbock, can't get there, it's impossible to get there. So we went and took a spreadsheet of all the flights going to Lubbock to the TV guy so they would know not to say Hmm. it's hard to get to Lubbock. So he went, here's this clip. The very first uh, game, uh, no, it was the second game we played, we were playing Oklahoma State, and Spencer Tillman, which I know, um, he was doing a game, and I went up and, and met with him, ten, you know, 10 minutes before, and I said, hey, I had this spreadsheet of, hey, y'all are going to say, because I've heard you say before, it's hard to get to love it. Guys, let me show you <laughs> how it's not hard to get to love it. Hey, so every flight, Southwest 102, Southwest 306. <laughs> Check that out. Southwest, yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> Pretty funny. So Coach Joy McGuire's on with us. Search 25 Whistles on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts, and super cool. He was a high school coach. For a long time, moved his way up. It's pretty cool to see high school coaches then be really successful in the college. Uh, the coach Trailer at UTSA was a high school coach, moved his way up, head coach over there now. Uh, coach Malzahn. That's really cool. High school coach. Quite the jump. Yeah, so next year I'm going to go coach high school. Oh, good for you, oh, man. Yeah. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so 25 whistles. Check that out. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. If you're on the fence about sending out Christmas cards, a poll showed that 89% of people say that receiving a card brings them so much joy. So go ahead and do it. It is fun for a second. I don't think we should have to keep them. You don't have to, no. Yeah, I read it. I feel the emotion in my heart. It hugs me in my guts, and then I throw it away. You don't put it on the refrigerator? We don't have any magnets. Oh. Yeah, we don't have have any kids. Okay. And it's, it's sloppy. 
It if, does look sloppy. Yeah, for and if sure. you have kids, that's fine. I love it, but I'm not very. Well, I'm not sloppy. Some people hang a string across a window yeah, yeah, and yeah. then get little clips and <laughs> yeah, clip them up, that. something like that. But if you're like, well, hey, it's kind of last minute. Digital cards are really in as They're well. Excellent. Text them so to your people. You could take a family photo, whip it up on you know online somehow. There's lots of little apps where you can write Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and then boop, pop it in their email or text it to them. I'm just gonna do a selfie. Put it in no. Instagram stories, write it with my finger, and text that to all you guys. Oh, that'd there be nice. you go. Uh-huh. We'll take Thank that. Uh, Buddy the Elf spaghetti meal kits Ugh. are going on sale next week. No, no, hear me out. Ugh. It's <laughs> it's actually something that would be really cool to order and a fun activity to do with your kids. But isn't it? Because I've seen Elf now. My wife watches it every Christmas with her family. But the spaghetti he eats, isn't it spaghetti with like? Oh, you're gonna tell I'll me. tell okay, you what ahead. the meal kit includes: spaghetti. Yeah. Candy, yeah. marshmallows, maple syrup, Ooh. chocolate syrup, chocolate syrup. cereal, oh, yeah. and chocolate frosted pop tarts. All those separately oh. are awesome, but together, no. Hilarious. Yeah, each meal kit is fifteen dollars, and it makes two full servings of Buddy the Elf spaghetti. If the spaghetti was something, it looked like spaghetti, but it was some not so uh, salty, but some sort of like breakfast sweet. Yeah, some bread, kind of pastry. Pasta. It'd be awesome. That would, that would be cool. But spe- oh. <laughs> that's like what you eat if you lose Amy versus Lunchbox or something. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be into this. These are probably going to sell Mike out just fast. Goes, mm-hmm. Okay, got it. <laughs> Wrote it down. To sell. Um, so next week, Monday through Friday, that's when they'll be up at HelloFreshElfSpaghetti.com. Okay, what else? Uh, Kane Brown is promising another duet with his wife, Caitlin. You know, they have Thank God that's out now. Thank God for giving me you. And he was talking with E! News, and they were asking him, hey, is there more of this in the future? He said, absolutely. We're going to write something else. We're going to do it again, but we definitely want it to be better than this last one. I'll also be doing a duet with my wife, Caitlin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? Uh, staying off social media for a few days. That's what she would like me to do. Oh. And what she does, and it's like, don't look at your phone all the time, so I'm just going to stay <laughs> off. I'm, pro- I'm going to give her that for Christmas. A couple days, not looking at a nap. Love it. That's the big present. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how, much, nice that's how important it is to her. Yeah. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Adam and Melissa Blair had just moved to Las Vegas from Maine. They had the U-Haul, their Ford Expedition, you know, tied to the back. They pull up in front of the new house, go inside, go to sleep, wake up the next morning. The kids go outside. Dada, where's the U-Haul? Someone jacked the U-Haul full of their stuff. That's brave. Oh That's my. not like put some in your pocket. You got to drive so, off with a yeah. U-Haul that had some on top of it too, right? They had the their car attached to the back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so this means the family's like, welcome to the neighborhood. They got no stuff. They're, it's all missing. What are they going to do? So they put a post on social media, and luckily someone in the neighborhood found it a few miles away. Some of the stuff was gone, but most of the belongings were still there. The good stuff was gone a bit. Yeah. yeah. The good stuff that was valuable, but the best stuff that... Is only is valuable to them probably was still there. Pictures and things you can't replace. Yes, they did take some valuables, but they are happy to have their stuff back and they're happy to be in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. Well they go just double up. Take That's the stuff right. they do have, go on red, red, pawn it, put it all on red, <laughs> oh double up, get all their old stuff back. <laughs> dad, dad, what happened to our dad, money? Dad, 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 dad. Let's see what happened was. <laughs> uh, good uh, good. What's the good part of this? Yeah. That they moved from Las, uh, Maine to Las Vegas? No, they found the... the oh, they found they the found U-Haul, it. but it was missing some stuff. Yeah, somebody found it on social media. Okay. Yeah, That's so social cool. media reunited them yeah. with their stuff. I like it. They probably got their pictures and stuff back. They should yeah. have a legacy box. All right, there you go. Thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Here's a voicemail that we got last night. Just wanted to let you know my husband and I have binge-watched your show, Snake in the Grass, and we love it simply because it goes right to the point. By the end of the show, it's done. We don't have to wait a whole season to find out who won and get mad at the other contestants for not voting somebody out. Well, thank you for that. Snake in the Grass, my show is on Peacock. I would love if you watched it. Actually, I'm, I, I wouldn't. I need you to watch it. Oh, mm-hmm. need. Got to buy Christmas presents. <laughs> and we need people to watch Snake in the Grass. And, yeah, it's new people every episode, so you don't have to wait a whole season. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Would love for you to. Snake in the Grass on Peacock. And now let's go over to Amy with The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What is a skunk's favorite Christmas song? What is a skunk's favorite Christmas song? Jingle smells, jingle smells. <laughs> Boy, that's like what a four-year-old makes up. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that good? That's that's is that in the category of worst of all time? What? <laughs> Could be, man. Is that that's in the, bad. In the was hall of shame. Stinky. The hall of shame of jokes. Wow, Amy. I wow. did not think that was that bad. Wow. <laughs> that was the morning corny. If you're in a funk, what do you what do you do? What's your go-to if you're in a funk? Number one thing you do is breathe. Mm-hmm. Like you purposefully a breathe? breathing exercise, oh. not just breathing to survive. <laughs> oh, breathe. But I that's something I can do wherever <laughs> I'm at. And I it's called four seven eight. Eddie? Listen to music. Mm-hmm. Jam out. Yeah. Lunchbox? Go for a run. Wait, wait, look at you guys. Well, number one is eat junk food. Yeah, that's not good though. I know, I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, definitely I a go to. If I'm not feeling good physically, like if I'm sick, I want junk food, or if I'm feeling like down, it's because mostly it's just hormones. That's junk food. I love it. Number two, watching TV. And then number three, calling a friend. I don't call anybody. Mm-mm. The phone shouldn't be used as a phone. Oh, come on. I said it. <laughs> it, it should be. A, it's a text machine and a video sender. That's <laughs> funny. That's pretty much it. <laughs> we it's, really don't use it much as a yeah, phone. Yeah, really. I don't need what? a phone. No way. I talk on the phone. The Friday Morning Conversation with Jackson Dean. Jackson, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I know you haven't been around long where I could see you, but I'm a big fan of your music. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And just your your whole your style. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, kind of like Almond Brothers, which bit. which will be country now, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's kind of, I don't know what that what it feels like to you and like who you listen to that kind of created the music that you feel. But like, I, that that's kind of what I feel. Like that old Southern rock, country mm-hmm. type situation is that what you feel my family had a big palate so my dad was funk blues old country so and then uh, my mama was springsteen and waylon Jennings. she loved waylon um and then my brothers were just like metal rap classic rock ska bluegrass they we just listened to a lot of stuff growing up so there's a lot of mashups happening metal Ska wow. and bluegrass. Listen to that. Yeah, it's a heck yeah, of a baby. heck of a transition on the old playlist there. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Jackson, I didn't know that we had talked about you on the show before, but you had a video go viral, mm-hmm. and I remember the clip. It was of you in full football pads mm-hmm. singing the national anthem. Was it before a game? Or yeah. Ha- yeah, yeah, that was our homecoming game. Uh, we were playing Chesapeake. And we went out and whooped him pretty bad after that. That's what he remembers. It's not about the video. It's about him them whooping Chesapeake. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're in full pads and you're playing. So do you say, hey, I'd like to sing the national anthem? And I, coach, is it cool if I go out in pads? So the, I'll make the I'll make this short. So the <clears throat> our athletic director, his niece and I had done two musicals together in middle school, and he just came to me one day. I think I was. I think we were all lifting weights in the weight room, and he come up to me and he goes, you want to sing the national anthem? I was like, 
sure. But oh, it I'm wasn't something it. you were doing a lot of. No. Oh, got no, it. Not at all. But he was like, "You want to do it?" I was like, "Sure," but I'm going to do it my way. National anthem. If you pick the wrong spot, uh, the wrong spot to start at, you are. It gets really high. It gets. Got to start really, really low. Got to start real low. So I just went up there and I was just like, "I'm going to do this my way," and uh, a buddy of mine recorded it and then it blew up. So. Yeah, if I remember correctly. You were in your pads, and you had an acoustic guitar, and it's you and a microphone, and like the band was behind you on the field. Is that right? Yeah, so they usually do it, and then they still went out there. and They just stood? They just, <laughs> just stood there. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was like, all right, this is kind of weird, but like it was, it, nobody else had any idea what was about to happen, and then the running through at the end was fun. You know, When but, a video like that goes viral out of nowhere, what did that feel like? It was just pretty wild. I just, I just turned 18, and I was just like, Oh whoa! Like I'm walking in to get food somewhere, and somebody is like, "Oh my God, it's that kid!" And I'm just like, "Hey man, it's all good." Yeah. <laughs> like, like relax. <laughs> yeah. Did you go do Ellen or something? Because Ellen called. Okay. And I was actually uh, I was actually getting tattooed, <laughs> and uh, she called on Facetime, and there's a dude <laughs> on my chest just pounding ink into me. <laughs> but um, yeah, they called, and uh, it just it never happened. And then I went out and did Steve Harvey. That was like. It was either I Ellen knew you did Steve. one of the shows. Yeah, yeah. So you did Steve. That's how was that as an eighteen-year-old to go up and do a show like that? Oh my god! I mean, I had no idea what it was going to be like. But Steve was my god. We sat on the couch for like ten, fifteen minutes, just the two of us, and just yeah, he's really cool, huh? He he was really cool, and we just talked, and it was cool, man. Jackson Dean is here. I know you're going to do a. Uh, which one do you want to do first? We got a couple options here. Hmm. Do you want to do yours or do you want to do the Ronnie Dunn song? Because I got questions about both, but it's up to you. I'll do Ronnie. Okay, so you're gonna do Ronnie Dunn, "Cost of Living." Mm-hmm. Love that song. Why this song? Is there what? What about this song is important to you? The first time I ever played a show uh, by myself um, with a guitar, which I borrowed my uncle's Washburn because I didn't have one that could plug in, and um, it was this little bar that my great grandfather had built. It was an old train station. They they turned into a uh, into a bar, and I grew up seeing blues jams there. I uh, grew up seeing music there, and they have an open mic. They had an open mic there every Thursday night, and for a long time, my dad tried to get me to go, tried to get me to go, and I just told him no. And finally, I went and did it, and I think I sang two Drake White songs in this song. And my dad, you gotta understand, my dad's a bricklayer. He's a stonemason. We had about three hundred guys working for us at one time. Um, so, blue collar working is very. I mean, I grew up like that. Um, and if you've never, if you've never labored for a stonemason, yeah, it, it's not easy. Um, but he's been doing it since he was 12, 13. Um, and we all worked for him. So and, a career like this to him yeah. is like something in the clouds and like not, not something that you can bank on and. Uh, no, he was very supportive of it. He was, he, he didn't want me to learn how to lay brick and block. Oh, got it. Yeah. He didn't want me to learn how to the do opposite. it. I mean, he looks like a silverback gorilla now Two two rotator cuff surgeries, a couple slip discs, and, mm. you know, he's just, his body's broken, so he didn't want me to do it. Um, but, so he was very supportive. And so you're this playing way. this song, and he's there watching you play it? Mm-hmm. And, and he's, and he's standing there, there's like 160-some people in this little upstairs attic bar, and I can see him at the back of the room in the middle, and he's standing next to the stairs underneath the spotlight, and he just has tears rolling down his face, because it was just like, Every, pretty much everything minus the military in this song is him to a T. Mm. I mean, it was just one of those moments, and it was emotional for him. 
Here is Jackson Dean. Give me a verse and a chorus, if you don't mind. Yeah. Of Ronnie Dunn and Cost of Living. Come on, man. That is awesome. Have you met Ronnie Dunn? Yeah, one time. Well, we played three dates with him. Oh, you did? Uh, we, we so you did. have. Tulsa. That's awesome. You ever played that for him? No. I just no. texted it to him. <laughs> I literally just like I didn't know you guys had played shows with him I texted him I was like this dude's legit he's doing your song yeah, that's that's cool man that's really good I met him for about five minutes and yeah. that was he said yeah he said I didn't like you anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Dean is here hey so what is your story about getting a record deal I mean do you move to town and, and try for a while or do you come and like do the audition for one person who thinks you're good what happened so I started coming down when I was about 15, the first time I came down. I came down with my parents. What's that um, mean, come down, when you're 15? So I'm from Maryland. Okay. Um, so, so you would come do what, though, at 15? Just kind of came and checked out the scene. I had been I had been uh, writing a little bit back home by myself. Um, and we just started coming down here and went and saw a show at the Ryman, checked out the Opry, and just kind of walked up and down Broadway a whole bunch of times. Um but yeah, I just kind of came down and checked out what was going on. I was playing, I was starting to play a couple little shows back home, and this is probably 15, 16, somewhere in there. Um, but how I got a record deal, um, I had sold out a couple places back home. Um, I think we sold out Ramshead in Annapolis like three times, and then they were Paradigm at the time, and they called um, booking agency, and they were like, hey. Who are you? How are you selling you? shows? Yeah. yeah. Who are you? Um, they were like, we'd love to get you down here for a showcase, have a meeting or two. And then uh, WME got a hold of us and ended up going with them. And we're sitting in a meeting with Jay Williams, and he goes, you need a publisher. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. So he calls Arturo Buenaura over at Little Louder. Um, and Ar Arthur has worked with Eric, Miranda, Dirks, and had one meeting. And about a month later, um, I got a little pub deal in the mail. So Luke Dick is also over at Little Louder, same publishing. So we get together, start writing these songs, did the first five sides of the record. And he asked me to open up the Dick Hemby show at the Basement East. And I just played with his dudes. And before I knew it, there was probably nine labels there that night in wow. town. And uh, I remember getting off stage that night, and Allison Jones would not let me out of her sight uh, over at Big Machine. So... For the next two weeks, phones are ringing off the hook and asking people, you know, if they if I want to go to dinner, you know. And you did because everyone wants to eat for free. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, and I did. Absolutely, uh, yes. At one point, I had four on the table in front of me. Wow, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere, man. It was... And not that you aren't good, but like you were just selling shows out at home. Mm -hmm. That got somebody who then told somebody who then, mm -hmm. and then boom, next thing you know, you got four deals on the table. Yeah. How did you decide who to go with? Um, man. I met with I met with pretty much everybody, man, and I went. I thought I saw a spot over there, and I was I'm pretty sure I was right. I think you're right too, man. Yeah. I just you know I'm all about it. You such a such a cool vibe yeah. and style. The album is Green Broke, and this is the song. It's it's his first number one. It just went number one. It's it's so refreshing. I love it. It's just refreshing too to hear. Thank you. You know, so because it definitely is a risk to put out something that's different. Because either yeah. it's going to be embraced, or odds are it's not. But man, you hit it. You hit it. Yeah, Congrats. Man. Thank you, man. It's it's been pretty wild, pretty wild walking around smiling for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, All right, here is Jackson. He's gonna play it now. Yeah. Here he is, Jackson Dean. You guys can follow him on Instagram and Twitter, the Jackson Dean. And this is his number one. Don't come looking. <laughs> You couldn't see it, but that's so good. I was doing stank face for you. Like, yeah. I was feeling it so much. I was like, yeah. I was stanky in my face because I was 
Dude, you're awesome, man. Thank you. There's nothing else for me to say except you're awesome. I knew you were awesome. And now they know you're awesome. Yep. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, were you doing stink face at all? Like, I was uh, like, for I sure I was doing stink face. <laughs> man, I was stinking it up over here in my face. Okay, look. His name's Jackson Dean. Go follow him at the Jackson Dean. The album is Green Broke. I mean, you like that song. You're going to like Green Broke. Mm. You know, of course, you're, you're tempo in different directions, but it, the, the soul is there all through the record. I'm a big fan, and I can't wait to see what you come with next, my friend. And congratulations on all the success. Thank you so much. That man. is awesome, man. I just want to—I want to be like him. I come in tomorrow in a hat. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you want one? I couldn't pull it off. I wouldn't oh, want I you to waste it. I wouldn't want you to waste one on me because no, I couldn't no, no, pull it, it off. Wasted. It looked good. It. I would look like such an idiot. Bobby, no, please no, wear one. You just one. gotta get one that fits. No, Bobby, don't wear one. <laughs> so, because it—it's like a. How would you describe the hat? It's like a, it's not a cowboy hat, but it's like there's some no, cowboy to it. No, this is it's a, like a f- this is a Daisy May hat. He's up off of Gallatin, uh, right up the road here. It's yeah. like rock and roll. It's like Black Crow's rock oh, and yeah. roll. Oh, it's cool. It's yeah, it, but cool. but it still is like rock. Anyway, it works. Thank you. Yeah, you works. know, has anybody told you you have the vibe, Casey from Yellowstone? I have. Yeah. I have. I had this going on before. Even uh, way before. Uh, yeah, I saw. He stole it from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stole it from you. People say it all the time, like. Thank you. You did that <laughs> song. You did that song on Yellowstone. Oh uh, yeah, this one is, got in there. Yeah. Is it coming up, so, or is it already back in? No, it was in season four. Okay, so last season we're in five right now, right? Yeah. Was yeah. that how much? Because I mean, I watch, I've seen every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 long were you in the show? I wasn't in it. Just the song. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. okay. They played like, about a minute and some change of it, which really? was pretty cool. They were ripping yeah. cattle, and then it just goes to Costner, and it's just like, oh my god, it's That's Kevin awesome. Costner. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Keep man. at it, man. Jackson Dean, let's clap for him. Yeah. And I'm gonna do stink face while I clap. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, that was awesome. Great job, man. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the worst decisions in music history, according to Rolling Stone. So I'm going to give you like the top five. Number five, Kanye West interrupting Taylor Swift at the VMAs in 2009. Here's a clip of that. Yo, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Good thing Kanye got his act together since then. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's definitely worked on that. Good thing Kanye's calmed down. <laughs> totally. That was wild when he went up there. He just walked up on stage and took the microphone. What was he thinking? Mm-mm. But it's just a sign of things to come. He still mm-hmm. does that crap. But that goes down as one of the worst decisions ever. But it was so famous. And you know what? It helped launch Taylor as because she was always going to have great songs. But that thrust her out in the front because people felt bad for her. Mm. She obviously was great and people loved her. She was she was going to she won the award, but then she became a sympathetic figure at the same time, which is very hard to do when you're very famous. So that's crazy you to watch that. So awkward. That's crazy. <laughs> I was watching it. I don't watch anything anymore like that. Uh, number 4, Woodstock. They had the 30th anniversary and it was a big festival, the Woodstock 99 and Lunchbox you watched the documentary on that one. The one- I mean, the original one was awesome. Yeah, did was you watch about- did you watch both? I've watched part of the oh, 99. Boy. I haven't finished this. Oh, that was the bad one. It, it, 69 was cool. Yeah, man, peace and love. 99 was when they put like Limp Biscuit and all those <laughs> bands and it turned into like fight and They did like no Limp Biscuit and Alanis Morissette like on yeah. the same stage. Uh, the next one was Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his 13-year-old cousin. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's never going to be good. In 1958. Here's Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah, that's a bad decision for anybody. Mm-hmm. Not just music. That's like bad decision. That's just, that's just a bad decision. <laughs> uh, also, Ja Rule investing in the Fire Festival. Oh, oh Fire Fest. Oh. That's crazy, dude. What a documentary. That dude's yeah. out of jail. He is. He just got out, didn't he? Yeah. He's famous. It's weird when people get out of jail and they're famous. For what they did to get into jail. Wait, like, what dude? The, the guy that put it on? Yeah, Billy McFarlane. <laughs> He's back, boys. I mean, that documentary is awesome. Yeah, they threw this big festival, and they were like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, they hired all the Hollywood, like, Jenners, and everybody's like, it's okay. And then it just wasn't ready. There was nothing. People got trapped there. There's oh. an island. It wasn't built. It was brutal. The band's like, wait, what? Oh, it was crazy. So, and they got their crazy meal, their awesome meals, and it was like a ham sandwich. With mm-hmm. crackers. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, people that go to jail and get more famous for their crime. The girl who faked like she was that heiress. Theranos. No, oh, no, the socialite. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Like she's out of jail too, and now she's famous. Anna Delvey. Delvey. That's her name. And they're paying her to do stuff because she's famous. Yeah. Which is all. Yeah. Which is weird. Which is weird. Yeah, it's weird. But who were you like obsessed with that went to jail? 
And you guys were going to hire them for do a cameo? Tinder, Tinder swindler. Oh, Tinder swindler, man. I mean, that dude is awesome. No, he's not. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he, I don't, he didn't go to jail, but he, like, tricked people, right? Yeah, a lot, oh, a lot yeah, of women. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot, a lot of, women. of women. A lot of women. Yeah, but you're celebrating him, and you wanted to pay him to come on your show. Yes, we did. Because he's, I mean, he's a character. He I mean, he's a lives. character. Didn't he take money from people or no? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, lots of money. I mean, lots of money. What he would do is he'd have these girls pay him all this money. Oh, my enemies are after me, and they'd give him $50,000. He'd be like, put a mortgage on your house, you know, take a second loan, and they would. And then he would fly to the next country on a private jet with that money and go out with a, on a date with another girl, yeah. and that girl would pay for him to go to the next country. Bobby, did he go to jail? Uh, no, no, did, listen, it's terrible, but he it's did not. did go to jail? No. He, okay. he went to jail for a little bit. But for something okay, else. Okay, well, then that's it, what it, we're talking it wasn't, about. It wasn't for that, though. It, it, this stuff was legal because they voluntarily would give him the money. Yeah, he never forced them. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But it's just so sad because it's not like these women had the money. They went into debt, yes. and they thought his life was in danger. And they thought that they were, they'd met someone they were going to have a life I mean, with. He, they would be in a house, and he'd be like, all right, we got to go. And she, he would leave them there, and he would flee. And he would go get on a private jet, go to another country. <laughs> Crazy, man. And you wanted to pay him to come on your show. Yeah, he's so, I mean, I, Simon Lviv. <laughs> Simon I Lviv. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> was he really good looking? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's good looking, dude. He was? Eh. Yeah, yeah, good looking, dude. But he got in trouble... And he's making money off of it now because people are hiring him to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, that's not a bad music decision, but that's a oh, that's, bad decision. That's yeah. tough. And the number one bad music decision, 1969, the Rolling Stones hire the Hells Angel Motorcycle Club to do security at their 1969 concert. It's not good. What? And one of the things that happened, a fan was stabbed by a member of the bike gang. Yeah, they killed a dude. Killed him. Oh, my goodness. They hired them to do security. Why would you? Hi- why would you not Angel. hire the police? Well, that's a bad. Um, I don't think the police really wanted that show to happen. That's was, so interesting. But the Hell's Angels, the biker, they gang. were bad, bad dudes. <laughs> they're still, right? I, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there are. I'm not saying they're bad dudes now. But the, the, these, because I don't. I'm trying to. Trying, I'm getting jumped by some biker gang. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm being very careful. Blah, 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 <laughs> but yeah, Hell's Angels mm-hmm. back in 1969, they stabbed, they stabbed a guy. Wow. The show. That's a bad decision. Uh, other bad decisions, me pushing a little button and getting fined $1 million by the EAS. That was EAS not a good decision. FCC, mm-hmm. bad. Um, another bad decision, telling Lunchbox, hey, let's do this bit where we go put pantyhose on our head and Lunchbox going to jail, getting charged with terroristic threatening. Yeah. Not no. smart. That's, that's, that's a bad one, oh, too. That's awful. We'll wrap it there. Yeah, we have more, but... <laughs> we could yeah. go for a long time with this segment here. Eddie had to pay the piper. He served his punishment. So dumb. Where... If somebody says it on the show and then a few minutes later you go, la la la, and it's the same thing that person just said, it means you weren't paying attention. And so the first one's a fine of $20. The second, I've, I've paid the 20 bucks. The second one is you have to go somewhere and bark like a dog until they tell you to stop. And you went to where? I went to Starbucks. And you go in with your phone, you hit record, and you just start barking? Mm, that- no, no, no. I want I to be nice and I ordered a drink first. So I got my coffee, I waited for it, oh, got it, because I knew that once I started barking and they told me to stop, I'm I'm out. Why like, are you so upset? Eddie is such a wimp. I've never seen anybody so scared to do something in his my life. He's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to go there. There's too many people. Oh my, was they're, it packed? It was packed. Jam-packed. Bronx. It was packed. Like he, is so, he, he was shaking as he's waiting for his coffee. He's so nervous to bark in a restaurant. I'm like, you don't know these people. Who cares? It's hilarious. Do we have audio of you doing it? Absolutely. And then how, how, how long is the you, barking? Oh, wait, and I'll tell you why I'm really mad. Ten seconds at the end. Okay, ten seconds. You say? Well, yeah, really short. Is this really the whole clip short. or edited really down? Short. No, this is the whole clip. Huh. Okay, go ahead. Oh, 
Yep, you got it. So what? The okay. guy, the guy just holds up his hand and goes, Can you, it didn't even come out to Eddie. And Eddie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when he holds up his hand, Eddie, oh, yeah, I'm out, I'm, I'm out. Just so stop. I'm standing in He's between so the, the bar and the, the, the eating area or whatever, where all the tables are. Are people looking at you? Oh, I do. I'm, I'm actually looking at the employees too. He's like, looking at the employees just waiting. Just tell me when to stop. And the guy puts up that. his hand. And I will stop. And then he's like, yes, yes, I'll stop. No, no, no. Don't even make the guy come out from behind the counter and come up to him. Hey, hey Bones, I start barking and I see the lady making coffee and she looks at me and then goes straight like, manager. They must have people come in that do oh, nutty stuff all oh the time. Gosh. Dude, she moved quick. Manager, and then he comes out the back and goes, hey, hey sir, can you please stop that? I said, you got it. I didn't hear it that loud. Exactly. But, but oh, I was there. mission accomplished. You did it. Dude, please. I, I hate doing that. Yeah. Like, really hate I, it. I can tell. You got it. You paid your bet. Such a You paid your debt, not your bet. My debt. Yes. Lunchbox, I think it's normal to be very nervous and embarrassed to do that. Yeah, Lunchbox gets people on the beach and goes, will you put suntan lotion on me? <laughs> so awkward. He, has no, he didn't care. Right. I admire that about him. Hey, what's a grooming violation? Well, it's what... My daughter's school calls a clothing violation, and but when I first read the email, I'm like, okay, we need to. I heard you talking about that. You read something. You went grooming violation. Yeah. Because I'd like to give one to lunchbox, but at first I want to know what it is. (laughs) Right. I thought, okay, well, this is confusing, and I read further, and I guess she had on sweatpants and she wasn't supposed to, so now she has detention. (sighs) And when do they do detention? Oh, uh, she has to be there 7 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, you got to be up. In the, you got to be up in the morning at seven a.m. to take her. her. Yeah, so oh. now I feel like I got detention. You did get punished, right? Oh no! So what do you say to her? Listen, you need to know. You knew the rule. She was confused. She thought at one part of the school you could have sweatpants on in the high school, but then one of her teachers is in the middle school area, and that's the teacher that wrote her up. And he goes immediately to detention. Well, that's she had crazy. another violation. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, we're working on uh, stuff, but she doesn't mean to do something. But she was real. She texted me right away. Can you call my teacher? This is not right. And so yeah, the I, teacher probably hates her. That's what all the kids say. That teacher yeah. hates me. That teacher doesn't like me. I reached out to the teacher, and sure enough, the teacher was in the right. But anyway, so now I her. feel. Well, what does she do at 7 a.m.? What do you do in detention? I don't know yet. We'll find out. She's going to be there for a few hours. Does she get in trouble at home too? Or is the detention just the trouble? Well, I thought about that because now I'm in trouble because I have to wake up early on a Saturday and take her. So then that's annoying. But I think it's fine. I'm going to let this school punishment be it. And then hopefully she'll just have learned and we don't do it again. I'd not like that one bit. Or I thought about she she could possibly walk to school and be cold. Yeah, no jacket. Oh, <laughs> that'll teach her. Yeah, now we're <laughs> yeah, talking. Yeah, there we go. No shoes. Uphill. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Indianapolis, Indiana. A man was walking to his car when a guy came up and said, give me the keys, I'm stealing your car. So the guy turned around and shot him because he was trying to steal his car. Only problem was he was driving a stolen car. He was trying to protect his stolen car. Dang. Mm. Wow. Butterfly effect. Yeah. What? What does that mean? Well, had he not stolen the car, had he had he not had trauma as a kid, at some point, he wouldn't have probably needed to steal a car later in life, which then have made him shoot somebody because he had a stolen car. Dude, I don't know. Like, a lot of crazy crap happened, basically. Wow. That you didn't expect. <laughs> because, I don't know. Okay? You know what butterfly effect is? No. no there's a oh, you don't even know what butterfly effect about- is. No, that's what uh-uh. I was like. All it's right. where merely a change... Of a butterfly flapping its wings in a different way changes everything on, on Earth. That's like if you wouldn't have stopped to pick something up, you wouldn't have gotten hit by that car or something. Oh. Or, or if someone uh, has a car wreck and hits a pole and then someone else 
hits another pole and then a bus crashes and oh one my. of those kids is able through that bus crash decides they want to be a doctor because they were in a hospital and they'd have saving a bunch of kids life and creating a cure all this happens because of one guy that backed into a pole oh so that's a butterfly effect not a domino effect a domino effect would be if the same kind of thing keeps happening like dominoes it'd be like if you came in with that nasty cough that you have but you still were sick yeah and you were coughing on everybody and it just went contagious it'd be dominant which yeah. will probably happen. No, yes. no, I'm, I'm non-contagious. I'm non-contagious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've been sick for over two weeks, so it's not contagious anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been around my wife this whole time. She's never gotten sick because mm-hmm. I'm legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why does you being legit, legit. have to do <laughs> Are you so legit that you won't stop? I'm pretty much too legit to quit. There it is. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> he got right. there. He got there. That's it. You wrap it up. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
There was some awkwardness on the show because Eddie had asked Amy for tickets to for King and Country. Christian duo, big time in the Christian space. And, you know, it's an awkward question to ask, even though you're close, because you got to like, use one of your contacts to get mm-hmm. Eddie tickets. Yeah. And you I, know them because they're their brother. Yeah, I'm friends with their cousins, and I know them, and they've come on my podcast. They're awesome. So I reached out, and I got Eddie tickets. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, no problem. The tickets will be at Will Call. What's his first and last name? Dun, dun, dun. Probably a sold-out show, too. Because I'm assuming now these guys are, cr- especially with the Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas, Christmas theme. So, yeah. And it's a tough act. Because I texted Brett to ask tickets for Amy for New York for four. Whoa. New York Christmas four. for four. Wow. Yeah, but I was very, and, I and said. Hey, I only asked for two, it's man. It's totally okay if not. And I was like, hey, show sold out. You got any tickets? Amy needs four. And then I saw the bubble and then it went away. Oh, no. Oh. Then I saw the bubble and it went away. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, we, we figured that out. I was like, all right. It's a weird, you know, it's, it stinks even if they're your friend. But you got him tickets and he said, I don't need them anymore. No, it's not exactly how it went. Man, I felt really bad because my wife wanted these tickets. And then she said, oh, I would love to go. I asked Amy for the tickets. And then I tell my wife, surprise, I got the tickets. She's like, great, when, what's the date? And I gave her the date. She's like, we're not going to be here those days. Mm-hmm. So. so what'd you tell them? So, well, I sent a text, but I thought, here's the thing. I thought I did, but I had it in queue when we were doing the show and then I never sent it. But then they saw the Instagram post about how that's how they found out. This is worse. So then I get a text message that's like, oh, well, I mean, hey, we've got other shows. If we could fly them out to a different show if he wants to. No, 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 no. We're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. You take advantage of that at the office. Absolutely. Eddie, if they're offering to fly you to a show, why would you not do it? Yeah, they're, they're the nicest offering. guys. No, I, I know, guys, but really, I just wanted two tickets to the show right down the street. Where like, do they want to fly us? I'll go. No, no, not you. <laughs> never even heard of them, but I'll they go. They probably would. <laughs> you never heard of them? No, no idea what they're. I still don't even know their name. For King and Country. For King and Country. Yeah, Mike you King and Sean Country. <laughs> Mike King and Sean Country. Yeah. All right, whatever. Why well, don't I know what? I've never heard of them. Never. You just made that up. So, okay, here's what we're going to do uh, they're going to come play on the show. Oh, I've invited them in. Okay, they're cool. Dude, that's great. So they're going to come up and awesome. play, and then you're gonna they're gonna let you're gonna let them fly us wherever we want to go. No, you're gonna watch them here. So, and she doesn't have to be on the air or even be seen. But if your wife wants to come watch them too, she's more than welcome to come up here. Awesome, love it. And then I'm I'm here. I'm working, so we know I'm not gonna be out of town. This is uh, great. This correct. works out. So if you would like for that to happen, let me know. Wow, I would love for that. You're to gonna happen. be able to gift your wife a little private showing. No, it's not private. We're gonna be here. But it's private with just us. Pretty private. That is very yeah. private. Now, does and that Eddie, count? I'll run the camera so you can go hold your wife's hand over there and smooch. <laughs> does that count as a Christmas present? It's intimate. It's up to you. I don't know your relationship. That's pretty legit, man. But let us know. They're gonna come out and play. It's gonna be it's gonna right. be amazing. Um, on Monday show, Joey Logano will be in. Now, Joey Logano, the champ, gonna be here. I don't even know what that means. The champ. He won a cup. It sounds cool, though. The champ. Yeah, he's like the champ of the cup this year. The cup. And this is why I'm not doing this interview alone, because we're all looking at each other like, which cup? Yeah, you know, know, the cup, man. The apple cup. The, 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 the cup NASCAR cup. cup? Well, so Morgan, number one, who used to work on the show, who now works with me in a different area of my, of, of my work, she is a massive NASCAR fan, and she's going to come up and guide me through the NASCAR part of it. The 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 cup, the series. Oh, the series cup. The NASCAR Cup Series champion. Joey Logano is the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion after winning Sunday's title race at Phoenix Raceway. I didn't read that. It's from my memory. Man, we yeah, we were all around that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we even did a show, the 25 Losers. We combined our two sports shows and <laughs> celebrated it. <laughs> uh, he'll be in Monday. I'm very excited about that. So Joey Logano in, and that's it. Thank you. See you Monday. Bye, everybody. Yeah!
Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.